0: hello and welcome to the great game debate podcast where friends come together to talk about video games and our lives as always i'll be your host Kate barathane lane and joining me is the godfather of the debate himself Jonah Gomez, how you doing, buddy?
1: What's happening, yo? I got a little bit of a uh, dust chain, so you're going to be seeing me from this angle Ooh. a little bit more often, but I'll look at you
0: ah. every once in a while. Profile. Very exciting. And that's our man from the closet, Wes Fates. How's the weather over there, buddy?
2: Hot and smoky, dude. Yeah. Hot and oh. smoky. It's pretty, pretty nasty out here in California mm-hmm. with all the fires and whatnot. But hey, I have something to look forward to this weekend, at least, because we get to see our very own Jonah Gomez playing Dark Souls yeah. 3 for the first time. Get excited. Yeah. I am super excited. I, I can't wait to see how this whole thing goes down.
1: <laughs> hopefully, uh, hopefully my, my
0: graphics card doesn't crash while uh, while, while, streaming, yeah. while streaming it, yeah.
2: That would be a plus. <laughs>
0: Well, guys, uh, it's our honor this week to be joined by none other than Crystal D. Smith herself. How are you doing? Yo!
3: Hanging in there. Um,
0: Yeah, we're very glad that you could join us. Um, We are uh, just going to jump right into our uh, little interview segment we like to do with our guests with you, Crystal. Um, So you're coming to us over from the Game Junkie show, right? That's right. Um, Just for our listeners who may not be familiar with it, would you like to give a little pitch for the Game Junkie show and what kind of content you like to put out on there?
3: Uh, It's really just a community show. So Mm -hmm. if there's anything that's circulating Twitter that people say, I want to talk about it, but I want to kind of keep it positive and try to avoid that negative discourse, we put a show together and um, we have fun. So we just try to do one weekly and it's just a very casual, community-friendly kind of Gamers are one big happy family. It's all about love and support and small content creators.
0: That's awesome. Definitely need more positivity on social media these days. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, I was just uh, catching up on, I think it's your latest episode, the one about uh, details in gaming. Responded by uh, the fruit controversy in Halo, but uh, really enjoyed that discussion, and you guys hit on a really insightful quote. You'll have to remind me who it was from, but I think it was something along the lines of people people think they want realism, but they actually want authenticity. And I was yep. just like, "Whoa!" Like,
3: yeah, that was from yeah. Sydney. Uh, uh, Sydney Butler, actually. Um, he, we, I was kind of having a well. The show spawned because it was a thread where we were talking about there's a drastic difference ah. between realism and authenticity in the details, and that's what kind of that that's how we start the show is we just say this is cool let's talk about it but then he mentioned that comment and i i thought it was brilliant so i was really happy to kind of throw it into the show because i thought it led to some really good discussion
0: yeah i think it makes a lot of sense um i think you had a a couple of your guests on that show were uh game developers themselves which is really cool to have their perspective on the conversation so yeah to our listeners i definitely recommend going and checking out that episode of the game junkie show it's really awesome
3: Uh, you know, I did. I did do an episode a while back on gaming difficulty, and I had a, a really, mm. really good-looking guy on the show that I think does this podcast too. So oh, really? Was it? Was uh, it?
2: Was it a good-looking guy? Was it Matt Oliver? Great-looking <laughs> guy.
3: He was still <laughs> stuck in a closet though back then, so uh, <laughs> we're still working on that. But
0: uh, yeah, Sounds like yeah. A good time. I had
2: a, I had a really fun time on your show. It was it was a really it was a really fun, laid-back atmosphere, like it always is. And uh, I, I really enjoy kind of how you just make it like just a nice, easygoing conversation. There's, you know, it's not a lot of pressure. And it's, it's you know, it's just trying to allow people to get, you know, to make their points in a positive way, non-confrontational. And, you know, not not everybody always agrees. We didn't all agree on the episode that we uh, that I was on. And mm-hmm. um, but it was still like a solid conversation and it was uh it was just so much fun. So yeah, thanks again for having me way back when.
3: Um thanks for having and, me now. And you yeah, guys are also on in the future. Like I've actually been like I never that show is so poorly planned. Like <laughs> <laughs> I do not prepare much for that, but I, I am actually creating my own set of trivia questions for you guys. So I'm pretty excited about I didn't,
0: that.
2: Something to look freedom. forward to.
3: Yeah.
0: Very cool. Awesome. Um well uh we always have uh Wes here do some uh secret reconnaissance on our guests to generate conversation topics. Uh but uh one of the, the points he asked you about was uh, sort of your gaming history and your gaming uh tastes, I guess. But uh I think um you you mentioned to Wes that uh your favorite genre is kind of like Western RPGs, is that right?
3: I mean I like Western RPGs. PGs a lot and I like mm-hmm. action adventure like I, I okay. love movies get in the way of my games like I like those sure. really epic cinematic cutscene oh, yeah. heavy single player yeah. games
0: for sure um, and then uh, before we uh, move on to the next segment are there any burning questions the two of you guys have for Crystal?
1: What would you say like it what would you say your, like, top three, like, adventure games or Western mm. RPGs would be?
3: I'm terrible at picking favorites because I'm like a child, okay. and it changes uh, uh, Okay, the, the most, the the most, most, recent,
1: the most recently, recent ones you could you're do like, this, Crystal. oh, my God, I, I yeah. love these games that have just come out. It doesn't okay, have to so be, like, a top three at, or anything.
3: Yeah. Uh, WRPGs and action adventure games. I'm going to say... The Outer Worlds. Oh. I love Obsidian. Okay. I oh, think yeah. The Outer Worlds was absolutely brilliant on so many mm-hmm. levels. Um, I really liked Last of Us 2. That gunplay, that combat was okay. fire. I mean, just brilliant, technically dude. so much fun to play. Um, What? Geez, there's so many good games. Well, did
0: you uh, yeah. have a chance to play any of the DLC for The Outer Worlds?
3: Not yet. Yeah, me
0: neither. Um, I played it when it first came out, and I haven't been back yet, but um, yeah, I'm pretty excited would... for the sequel that they announced.
3: Yeah, oh, but I'm buying a Series X for for, for that, and yeah. I'm not gonna lie, I enjoy Fallout. I think it's fun. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely gonna be... Nothing wrong with Fallout. Dude, I'm gonna be on Starfield day one, and uh, Horizon Zero Dawn is probably my favorite Game at least of like the last 10 15 oh, years, okay. Like, nice banging game. I love it. Are
2: you yeah. um upset at all about the the rumors that it's going to get pushed in the next year? The
0: I
3: sequel? don't really <laughs> listen to rumors, I don't, I just, I, I, I mean, it is what it is. If it gets delayed, it gets delayed. Um, I just want a good game, so if you have to delay it to make it better, I'm fine with that. But until Gorilla says, Hey, it's delayed, it's maybe yeah. not. Delayed. I'm not, yeah. um... that's the
2: that's kind of the weird thing about it I think is that they haven't like this, all these rumors and speculations have come out over the last several weeks right and Gorilla's just been like quiet about it they haven't said mm. anything and we're it's like what uh, August 14th now I mean we're almost getting into that, that point where if they're gonna push it from holiday they, they have to do it and the fact that they haven't said anything yet I'm still kind of Holding out hope a little bit that it's it might still make it into the into the uh, the schedule this year, but I don't know. Do you think Sony's
3: weird like that? Like like Daddy Ryan is like, shh, nobody say anything, and then we're like we don't know. It's like sweet Papa Ryan, we don't know what's happening.
1: Do you think they're they're worried about Breath of the Wild two since that game kind of you know gave I wouldn't say gave that game a, like a bad. I don't know, bad taste. Just well, there because... was some
0: competition between yeah,
1: them when they because like, they were so close. But do you think Sony's what? looking at that and they're like, "Well, I don't want
0: to." Well, Not anymore. I, mean, I don't. Nobody, yeah, <laughs> nobody <laughs> knows when that game's even coming out, so it's like hard to plan around it.
3: I don't think so. I think no? you can. I really think that mo- I don't think most developers say we're going to make a game of the year. Like I just feel like. I like Horizon much better than I like Breath of the Wild. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. But I feel like you can tell when the passion is there and they're making their vision because they're in love with the yeah. vision and they're not trying to win. I, I don't know. I feel like you could tell if somebody's pushing really hard for something. And I don't. I I just don't feel like either one of these developers or I don't feel like Nintendo or Sony or Microsoft is. I don't know. I mean, I could be wrong. I don't know, but I don't feel like
1: no for for sure I'm gonna I'm gonna have a hot take and this might surprise a couple people but uh, I thought the story of Breath of the wild was the weakest in the series.
0: Oh yeah for sure.
1: yeah I, I thought I, I, I didn't enjoy the story. I didn't I didn't enjoy the story I uh, I was like I don't know it just felt super lackluster. I was hoping for a lot more out of it they're like, oh, we've got voice acting and we got a bunch of cinematics and it's like, okay, you got 15 cutscenes maybe and then like a special one if you get all the, the guardians and whatnot and it's like yeah, I this isn't really a story game it's more of an action-adventure ex- exploration game with a couple mm-hmm. cutscenes here and there that don't really have a lot to do with What's going on now? It's all stuff that happened in the past, so yeah.
2: Well, it's supposed to just be lead in, right? Yeah. To show like how how you got to that point, and then everything you're doing afterwards is like from that, you know, create a story out of your own experiences type gameplay. Oh,
1: and, yeah.
0: and some, some people do prefer it. <laughs> I know Isla Hink from the Easy Allies is always defending the storytelling in Breath of the Wild because it's more akin to like Dark Souls or something. I was gonna say
1: kind of, I was gonna yeah. say that's why you like Breath of the Wild so much, right, Caden? <laughs> yeah. Is cause it's yeah, got bad much. story and it's all yeah. lower. <laughs> the, the Dark Souls of Zelda. Is that what you're saying?
0: The Dark Souls of Zelda.
2: <laughs> no,
0: I, I agree with you though, Jen. I mean I love Breath of the Wild so much, uh, but yeah, they could improve the story for sure. Um yeah, well, uh any other questions you guys got for Crystal?
2: I just have one quick question, I guess, which is, um, so you and I met on social media on Twitter and uh, it's been really great uh, getting to chat with you and and get to know you on there. Um, And I know that you spend a lot of time there, you know, chatting and talking with other folks and I think you pull most of the the guests for your show in from people that you've met uh, on social media and so I just was was curious so I know that gaming Twitter can be a bit of a it can it can really bring you down sometimes. People aren't always super positive. They're they can be downright mean and nasty on there. Um, I just was wondering like, what's your experience been with on social media, with gaming social media and, you know, based on that, like how do you try to traverse social media and kind of avoid some of the pitfalls? Because I I, I feel like you do a pretty good job of that
3: and well, thank uh
2: you. Yeah. I'd love to to know your thoughts on that.
3: I mean that's very complimentary so I appreciate that. I think it um I really you kind of I feel like I had to train myself a little bit cuz in if we think about games we're really passionate about games when you're really passionate about something emotions are generally like automatically applied to the conversation. So Yeah, for sure. Some people I don't think they're inherently nasty they're just so passionate about what they like or don't like and they have a hard time controlling that emotion so i just have always been more of a head over heart kind of person that like logic kind of supersedes the way that you feel Mm -hmm. so i just kind of that's a little more natural of the way i am but if something bothers me i don't mind just letting it go like i don't want to go down a rabbit hole yeah i really don't Want to give that kind of stuff attention, but if really the only times if if I see somebody kind of getting, there were some significant bully things that happened recently, I may get a little involved in, but I just found that it's not really just like why why be negative if you're gonna give your energy somewhere, just if you can't say something that's uplifting and nice, maybe just like ignore it or keep scrolling or find something somewhere that makes you happy.
1: Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's really just mindset, nice.
3: shift, I think.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's not always best to even worry about engaging in that stuff it's kind of
3: i don't think so because Don't even worry about it when you engage with something you give it energy and when you give it energy you think about it and when you think about the negative i feel like negative is a harder thing to let go of and it yeah like, you feel it and you stew so just it just you know let i just try to let it go as often as possible because what's the point you can't fill a cup that's already full So there's some times where I'm like, this cup is full. (laughs) We're not going there.
0: Oh, yeah. I wish uh, (laughs) Twitter just had a feature where, like, you had to wait, like, half an hour before you could actually send a tweet after you liked it. And then, you know, come back after being really angry and writing an angry response. And then 30 minutes later, you'd be like, I don't actually care that much. I'm not going to send this.
3: (laughs) I think that's a good point, though. If you feel emotional about something in a negative way, don't say anything. Like, wait and come back. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's
2: the thing about it, too, that I've I often find myself, I guess, thankful that it is kind of a written um, conversation app and not a like where you are sending like spoken messages or something, because yeah. it's got to be there's got to be so many things. I delete so many things that I write because I'm just like, you know, this is just either going to land me in more hot water or like embroil me in something that I don't want to be in. Or I don't need to add the to the negativity on this, and mm-hmm. so I'll just okay. I'm just I'm glad that I wrote it out first, and then because it gives me time to pause and think, like before you hit that send button, as opposed to like just like, you know, you suck. What are you What are you thinking? You know, your opinions are terrible. Blah blah blah. You know, tweet.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on, Wes. Yeah, that's what Twitter's it... all about,
2: though. <laughs> uh, some people it clearly is <laughs> I really wish they wouldn't
3: allow people to have a bazillion accounts I that's yeah. to me that's grossly negligent and Twitter's becoming I think one of the worst places for bullying because the same people have a ton of alt accounts that they use to just like because Twitter doesn't really have those same limitations yeah. so I that's a little poopy for me I wish that would change but <laughs> yeah it is what it is
2: Well, Um, all we can do is, like, you know, try to add to the positivity and kind of balance the scales a little bit more, I guess.
3: That's what it's all about.
0: Balancing
3: scales. That's why we have folks like us making good, wholesome, fun content. Heck
0: yeah. Dude, I just watched Kung Fu Panda 2. It's all about finding that balance. Oh, yeah. It is. God, talk (laughs) about a trilogy that (laughs) flopped. Hey, man. The third You're one, drunk,
1: the third one a was and it's bad. Drunk. The third one was bad.
2: You're never supposed to watch the third movie in an animated trilogy, um, Jonah. Come on, have everybody. Have you seen game. How to
1: Train Your Dragon 3? Excuse
0: no, me, Wes. because
2: I, I'm avoiding that trap, you see. That
0: movie's awesome. That movie's awesome. Let's on a uh, Disney tangent. We're not a Disney podcast here. Yeah, this we're is, not so well, It's funks.
2: That's 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 technically not not Disney. So well, what
0: do I know? I don't want to get uh, I don't want to get
2: nasty corrections, you know. Oh
0: sure sure. Shouted at us. Okay.
2: I didn't even
3: know they made a third of audio. DreamWorks. It's, it's DreamWorks.
2: It. We know it.
0: We know it. <laughs> Wes knows it. Well guys, uh, I hope you stopped by Jackson, Wyoming on your way in and picked up your golf club because it's time for the icebreaker.
2: That's <laughs> foreshadowing right. right there. Yeah, so uh
0: I'll turn it over to the judge, Jonah Gomez. Take it away. All right, friends.
1: It's time for the debate again. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> I I didn't know how I was going to intro that. We don't that. have
0: cheerleaders, so we have to be our own. Yeah,
1: exactly. Um just real quick, Uh this debate is most likely gonna get just a tidbit spoily spoilery (laughs) spoily on the uh Last of Us Part Two. Because we have a debate today about Abby versus Ellie in the Last of Us Two, and representing Abby is our good friend Crystal.
3: Such a
2: brave soul. Let's go. Brave,
1: Dude, brave I know. soul.
3: Wes was like, hey, you're taking Abby for the
2: <laughs> No, that's not. No. OK, let's be clear. This is how this conversation, West
3: never, the conversation West went. never okay. do that. Wes would never, ever do that. He's the sweetest, like <laughs> most I said. I said, who ever. do
2: you like more? and you're like i think i like abby more they're both I great do, and i'm like yeah, i'm like okay, okay well you can represent like abby and you're like
1: wait wait
0: yeah yeah i'll rein it in here <laughs> let's, bring, let's bring it, in. Get it under control hey, this is, is my time to shine
3: look was like look, <laughs> was like, look <laughs> if you don't want either i'll take both it's
1: okay oh. he's very sweet he's oh. very I'll sweet debate myself <laughs> i'll debate yes. myself well yes. you can't spell debate without Westbade. bait AND HE'S REPRESENTING oh. ELLIE! <laughs> I'm, I, I'm not sure that's true.
2: I'm
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I am representing Ellie though, that's true. That, that much is true.
1: That was great. You know what, just, just let me have my fun.
3: <laughs>
1: anyway, we have Caden as our sis trophy again. Hey guys. Heck yeah, Hayden. Are you ready to fool uh, these kids? Do it. Let's go. All right. As always, we got our two-minute opener for each person. Then we'll do the two-minute. We'll do the two-minute rebuttal, and then the two-minute close. You can use your assist trophy one time during your debate at any point, and that adds an additional thirty seconds. And that in. That entire time, Caden will be talking for you. Do you guys have any questions? Right. Who's going first? Oh, that's a, oh. No, my coin is gone. Uh-oh. Just give, just give Crystal
2: the option. Do you want to go first or second,
1: Crystal? I got it. I got it.
3: Oh, oh he's got the coin. Got Let it. him do the I got a coin. It's, it's a special thing. Crystal,
1: heads or tails? Yeah.
3: Always tails. Always tails. Mm-hmm. He lost the coin again.
2: It's Tails! Look at that! Uh, oh, would okay. I'll like go to... go... Now, would I'll you go like first. to go first You second? want to go first? Okay. I don't care.
1: God, this is a All mess. Right. This is an absolute mess. <laughs> it's fun. Let's it's... just roll with it. <laughs> All right. Crystal, are yes. you ready to represent yes. your girl, Abby?
3: Let's eat a burrito and do it.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Two minutes on the clock. Ready, yep. Yep. set, go. Yeah.
3: Just put yourself in Abby's position for a minute, okay? This isn't just about her dad. This isn't just about an organization that was restoring the balance of humanity that was like a family to her. This is about hope, a pure Someone selfishly took that away. Every single person who wasn't infected by the cordyceps virus should have absolutely been out for that head. I, I, I think that was actually so, that makes her so human. She is the most humane person in that, that she was so justified in that. The way that she did it, okay, I understand that. She spared Ellie, she didn't tie up loose ends. And look at all that, what all that caused. Later on, she still spared her again. She listened to Lev and spared Dina. And speaking of Lev, look how much she loved Yara and Lev. And when she realized that Isaac was this overzealous, kind of pompous dude that was fighting this fight against the Seraphites that didn't need to happen, she kept that dedication. That line, you are my people, is incredible. Like, absolute chills. And in the very end of that game, she was willing to sacrifice herself for Lev. And in that moment, she redeemed herself because that arc came full circle and she was to Lev what Joel was to Ellie. And that was absolutely incredible. And I feel like seconds. every single one of us would have done what Abby did.
1: All right, are you, can you concede your time? The rest of your time? You said I had three 30 seconds. 30 seconds. Oh, 30. <laughs> oh I thought you <laughs> no, said three. No, no. no, he said 30 seconds. Now, yeah,
3: so, yeah. Look, Abby's not that bad, y'all. She's not that evil. We're talking, like... We're talking the restoration of the human race. They have no more future. Because her dad, who was the key to the brains of that, is gone.
1: All right. Very good. Very good. I like that. Telling. Oh, that was... Wholesome, that like got me right in the feels, making me feel stuff for Abby again. that game
3: got me in the feels. Oh. Like that game yeah, put me did. on that journey, man. It That did. series.
1: I teared up. Yeah. That series. Holy cow. Yeah. All right, Wes, are you ready?
2: Uh, I will do my best. <laughs>
3: You've
1: got this, That's not Wes. the confidence I want from you, Wes. Wes, are you ready?
3: He's going to mop the floor gonna... with guys. Watch, watch him, watch him. Yeah, yeah!
1: Let's, Man, go. let's do it.
0: You played a win.
1: Two minutes on the <laughs> clock. Wes Bates, <sighs> debate.
2: All right, look, I'm not going to sit here and say and try to argue that either of these characters is perfect. Like, this is a really messed up world. These characters are in really messed up situations, so it's really hard to be like the shining beacon of, you know, humanity and perfection, you know, when you're you know, fighting for your life every day. But I will say that if you're comparing Ellie and Abby as characters, Ellie is clearly a much more tragic uh, character, and in that way, she's a lot more relatable than Abby is. Think about it this way, okay? We follow this character for two games. We've seen the journey that she's been on with Joel. She's lived a tragic life. She's grown up without any parents. She started out in like a reform school, basically. She's been pushed around from group to group. She's had no nobody to look up to her entire life, unlike Abby, who had her dad most of her life. Um, and finally, she finds somebody in Joel. Um, and think about the weight that she carries on her shoulders she knows that she's the only person who's immune to the disease and she knows what Joel did uh you know uh to the fireflies she knows that he murdered all of those people and she knows that he did seconds. it for her. he she knows he did it for her and and just think of how difficult that must be to know that you're the reason why the world can't be saved and why he did what he did um She's had so much trauma in her life. She watched her father figure murdered in front of her eyes brutally. All of her friends were killed. Her first love interest died. Uh, She was almost raped and eaten by the character David in the first game. I mean, you experienced that trauma that she lived in. All right.
1: All right. Crystal. Yeah? Are you ready for your rebuttal?
3: Re- rebut him.
1: Rebut him.
3: Okay, let's rebut.
1: <laughs> All right, two let's minutes rebut. on the clock. Let's rebut. Go ahead.
3: Yeah, yeah. You are absolutely right that Ellie has been through a crap storm in her life, and I won't take that away from her. Uh, but I don't think it excuses that kind of darkness and hatred. She didn't let people go like Abby did. She killed a pregnant woman. She, she killed the dog, okay? I have a big issue with that. And Owen and she just she left Jesse behind. Jesse died because he went to go and help her. She bailed on Dina. She bailed on JJ like you went through all this stuff and took all this life, okay? And then you threw away the last two people that unconditionally loved you. And we're gonna let all of that go. And I'm not, I'm not, she had a lot of trauma and who knows, we might be the same if we were in her position. I love Ellie, I adore her. She's wonderful. But her arc, she let herself go, man. She let herself go on a really, really dark place. And she was totally blood. She was, she was bloodthirsty. And I I just, I think it's kind of wild that she was willing, she already lost so much. Why would you throw away the last people that you had? And to me, that's just—that's just crazy. How much? I don't know how much time I. You got work, 30 seconds left. She also can't eat a burrito like my girl. Okay, <laughs> so we just have to point that out. Okay, she's a little thin. You, you. I'm fine with that. Okay, but like Abby's like slinging some weight. Like she can eat bitches right out into the ocean, and that's pretty cool too. So I gotta give my girl with the guns uh, a little credit there but i I do love Ellie. no no ellie hate but she she went way too far on the dark side yo you're not anakin skywalker we need you to come back okay we just i'm sorry
1: oh and that's time i love that (laughs) you're no (laughs) anakin skywalker
3: (laughs) no anakin skywalker but we love you
1: (laughs) all right wes she was uh she was slinging some fire there towards you how are you feeling I got I got I got a few fireballs Ooh. of my own
2: I can toss them back
1: are they shot I'm I, <laughs> I got good.
2: I got a command man packed away oh, back there, you know? okay. Like... <laughs> okay okay
1: okay okay <laughs> West Bates, are you ready
2: yeah let's do it Betty let's go all right so you want to talk about choices and about the kind of person that Abby is. Um, let's talk about uh, how um, she kills Jesse, arguably the best character in the game, um, without even looking at him. She just pulls a gun and BAP—he's dead. She has a tryst with Owen while he was with Mel, and Mel was pregnant with Owen's baby. She knew about that. And she didn't care, she just went along with it. Let's talk about the fact that she betrays her entire organization, the people that took her in after the Firefly Massacre, that she just turns her back on them for two people that she barely knows and walks away and, you know, participates in their massacre as well. Um, As far as Ellie is concerned, um, she didn't know that uh, she didn't know that Mel was pregnant. Mel was wearing a big jacket. You could not see that. The dog attacked her as soon as she jumped out the window. What are you going to do if a dog jumps and trying to rip your throat out? Are you going to just let the dog... Oh, I love dogs. I'll just let it kill me. No, absolutely. You don't have any choice. And you know what? You can just let that button prompt go, and the dog kills you, and you're dead. It's game over. You really don't have a choice to do anything there. Anyway, um, every time that Ellie kills somebody, every time Ellie kills somebody... You can see it. Her hands are shaking after she kills Nora. She almost throws up after she uh, kills Owen and Mel. She doesn't want to do those things. All she wanted was information on where to find Abby, but they forced her hand in that situation. And when, um, and when Abby was in the same situation, and she told, uh, and they said that Dina was pregnant, she said, "Good,
0: Kaden." Come in! Ooh. <laughs> assist trophy. Uh, this is honestly really hard for me because I love Abby a lot and I'm struggling to come up with anything <laughs> bad to say. You're the assist <laughs> trophy!
1: <man. laughs> um, I feel
0: like uh, nobody's talking about gameplay at all. Uh, here's the thing, Abby's weird semi-automatic uh, mid-range triple round burst military rifle just sucks it feels bad to use and i hate it and when i changed to abby i just wish i could have kept all the same guns that ellie had um and she doesn't even carry a knife on her who does that like i just Time. yeah <laughs>
3: <laughs> i hate not having to shit that is the that not having a knife is the worst thing in the whole no. world I, I i will say that absolutely no question there no question there
0: Right, you down less. That
3: scene, Wes, that scene after <laughs> Nora, that scene where she goes back, that, that, oh my God, that's the best scene in the whole game. It's so saccharine and beautiful, and it's just a juxtaposition to the darkness that happened before that. Good God, like, wow. Wow. Yeah, it's a good Incredible. game.
1: All right. Yeah. Are you ready for your, your closing thoughts, Crystal? Uh, this is the last I
3: feel like I might have just done that.
1: <laughs> I to say that. <laughs> All right, I got two minutes on the clock. Are you ready to go? And you, and you still, you still have your assist trophy. So if you need thirty seconds to, am I, summon... am
3: I still like debating? Why... I hope he does a
2: better job for you than he did for me.
3: <laughs> am I, am I still like debating why Abby? It, it, I'm, on, just, I'm on I'm It's Mabby kind of here. like
0: a summary. It's just yeah, and then whatever. It's
2: Just your wrap up. Team Ellie? Uh, team Abby? Huh? <laughs> 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 uh.
0: oh, oh, God. All right. <laughs> Man, that's Crystal's closing statement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right.
1: <laughs> all right, all right. Put it on the clock, please. Two minutes on the clock. Let's go.
3: Yeah, you know, to come by okay. I, would, I know you had to kill the dog. I just really don't like, if it were me, I would probably honestly just let the dog kill me because I love animals that much. And I, I just don't think that I could. Mm-hmm. I think it was actually that special, the relationship between her and Lev. And that was really the whole point. That's like Joel and Ellie 2.0. And I just, so much of that game was absolutely beautiful. And I went in like, man, this Abby chick is a brat. Like that, that, that scene, was awful to watch and it was uncomfortable and like not a lot of us looked at Joel as that evil even though he did what he did and then for Abby to go away to the end and have us really emotionally love her and understand her arc and understand that she has a lot of redeeming qualities and she's not evil I just think that that's pretty incredible there aren't there aren't a lot of stories that can captivate you like that I mean the the medium in which they delivered that was incredible, and the bitch got some guns. And I like her <laughs> bow and arrow. Okay, I like I like the crossbow, so I'm okay Ooh. with it. But screw the Rat King. Screw <laughs> right. the Rat King. It scared me very much. And that stupid building with the stalkers in the wall. Do not ever do that oh, to me God. again. Oh God. Hate
0: that blitz. Got 30 uh, I'll, seconds.
3: Use, I'll use my sis trophy because I don't want to leave. I want to leave him hanging.
0: All right, there's two big reasons you completely forgot to mention why Abby is better than La. They're called her left gun and her right gun, baby. That's
3: right, baby.
0: <laughs> Dude, you go out. Yeah. Okay. La needs a knife. Stab things to death. Uh, Abby just uh, grabs them with their bare hands and crushes their skull and that pops the neck, shoves them into a wall Who needs a knife? Who needs guns? Uh, also um, the voice actress for uh, Abby That's Bailey won Best Performance at Game Awards and uh, Ellie did it
3: <laughs> <laughs> It's not on the board <laughs> It's like family feud vibes Vibes <laughs>
1: All right, Wes, are you ready for? Oh, okay. Wait.
3: he's ready. He's been stroking his chin. He has something oh. up his sleeve. Oh, he's, he's ready. ready.
1: Wes is. He's like
3: bouncing his legs, stroking his his goatee. Let's bring it. Something's
1: coming. All right. Coming. Wes debates. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs>
3: All
2: right, yeah, so the, the whole arsenal bit has been brought up, but I actually wanted to bring that up in my closing statement as well. So um, I, I do think that Ellie has a superior arsenal out of the two as far as gameplay is concerned. A big factor in that is the knife. Um, you don't need to craft any shivs. Um, so Abby can uh, occasionally crack a neck, um, but the knife, uh, the knife never goes away for Ellie. She has it the whole game, and it's wonderful for... Uh, stealthing your way through that game, which I believe in my opinion is the way to play that game um, She also has the bow and arrow, but the great thing about that is she has Explosive arrows, so when you really get into the crap uh, You pull out some explosive arrows and it takes care of business real fast She also can craft molotovs, which is not something that uh, I believe Abby can do and uh, the Molotovs um, similarly can get you out of a lot of tough situations Lastly, at the end of the game, she gets the silenced submachine gun, um, which is pretty dang awesome when you're clearing out a horde of rattlers, and Ellie basically took out the entirety of that that settlement by herself. Um, The last thing that I will say is, uh, to Ellie's trauma, Abby had five years to get over her her trauma, and the fact that she lost her father figure, or her, her actual father, she had to stew on that for five years. She had plenty of time to let that go. Ellie had weeks at most, and all she knew was that she needed to do something. She's also a lot younger than than Abby, and I feel like she probably doesn't know how to handle that grief as well because she's lived a shorter life. And so, you know, for all those reasons and what I talked about before, I, I do still feel like Ellie is probably the more tragic figure, and. She has a lot to come back from. So if they make another sequel, it's going to be real interesting. That's time. Okay,
3: but can we, can we take the crossbow and instead of an explosive tip for Abby, can we put the burrito on the end of it and shoot it? Because that would be... When you said explosive tip, I'm imagining somebody like popping a burrito on it and... and then oh, that, I
0: want it. I want it. Oh I, okay, Neil, God. if you're listening... Burrito shot.
3: We need Hire like a, a funny Easter egg of like a burrito shot.
1: Yeah. Neil, if you're listening, thank you for listening to our small little podcast. <laughs> I really appreciate it. And if you, I mean, kind of why feel wouldn't you? Like giving us a, a shout out, that'd be sick.
0: I got to uh, be honest uh, towards the beginning of the debate, as soon as you guys mentioned Jesse, like my mind just spiraled into darkness and despair, just remembering how cruelly he and unjustly amazing. he was taken away from us.
3: He was the hardest, he he was sad the hardest and loss funny. for me. By yeah, far. it just Find was so effect.
0: unceremonious. It just happened, Aww. and nobody had a chance to deal with it. Yeah, it's just like ugh.
3: if if Lev had died, I would have
0: mm-hmm.
3: no way. Like yeah. I wouldn't have been able to take Jesse and then Lev. I, I would no way. I'd rage yeah. for like five seconds, and then I would get over mm-hmm. it because they're fixing <laughs> But I mean, you know. Some people Good. just can't get over fictional characters. Can, can I just
2: say really quickly, you did an awesome job. Yeah, you did. You, both did a great, did you? you did, really did a great job on How that did debate. You? Huh?
0: Jonah, Congratulations. You did a great job. Oh, being the awesome. referee. Thanks man. Jonah, You
1: did an okay, okay. job for, for Wes and you did a fantastic job for
0: Crystal. <laughs> I know. I was like thinking the whole time about Abby, and I was like, oh crap. Oh crap. I don't think I don't think I can think of anything bad to say about Abby. Oh no. <laughs>
3: guns the gun show baby how did i yeah,
2: forget the gun i love show?
0: abby so much i All think right. i should
3: get i think i should get extra
2: consideration because my yeah my my uh, assist trophy did not assist me much
0: exactly okay yeah. i, will I said you, uh you know, one of her guns sucked i guess you brought up
3: <laughs> you brought up more stuff i never thought about it in the context yeah. of like gameplay and weaponry yeah. so you did bring up more stuff i will say doesn't need weapons she just yeets bitches
0: yeah yeah (laughs) i think abby's arsenal is redeemed by the fact that she's got the dragon breath shotgun rounds though that's pretty pretty all right jonah it's time for you to judge this all right you know what i mean
1: i kind of i the game the game sells it for itself uh Like they did a fantastic job of creating a redemption arc with a brand new character, you know, like making you absolutely hate Abby, like to pieces. You're just like, God, I want to, I want this, I want this game to be over at the very beginning of the game. You go on this revenge tale and you're like, yes, I'm taking all these assholes out. And then you hit the halfway point. And then you start playing as her and you're like what is this game what am i doing you go through abby's entire story and you learn to love and appreciate this character and understand where she's coming from i think what neil Druckmann did in directing this game just it was fantastic and i'm sorry wes you're my boy but I'm going to have to go with Crystal on this one because I feel like Abby is just a little bit better of a character, at least in this game.
2: Okay, is that what you feel about the game, or is that what you feel about the debate? Or both? It's, fa- both. it's fair. Both, both, both. I just both. want to I just want a make that clear. That's because a valid you just, question. You just went on a tirade about what how great the game I, is. I know, how I know. You you know. directed the game, so I yes. just want to make
1: sure that's no. clear. The hung jury, free trial. It's both because... <laughs> crystal crystal's debate reminded me of that journey that you go on with abby throughout that game and so i i feel like she she brought it out of me and i think i think
0: she's gonna take my vote
2: all right that's fair she did an excellent job yes yeah. respected... i'd like
0: to point out that uh i think so far jonah has always voted for the guest position and never one of his homies yeah. <laughs>
3: It's a fraud. I yeah. demand a re- West demands a recount.
2: No, I don't. <laughs> I don't demand any recounts. Caden, hey. where do you stand?
0: Oh, do I get to vote? Yes, you get to vote. Okay, so here's the thing. As much as I love Abby, I do got to give it to to Ellie. Uh, for one, because Wes made a fantastic argument. I think the main point for me was that, you know, Ellie Ellie's legacy goes back to the first game and. You just have so much more time to spend with her and experience so many hours of her as this youthful, peppy, fun-loving kid, despite the apocalypse she's in. And then see her descent into despair and climb back out of it, you know, through hell itself. And, Um, you know, as much as I think Abby's a better person uh, from just an entertainment and writing standpoint, Ellie's arc is just pure insanity. but. Really, you know, you can't you can't really have one without the other. You know, yeah, they, they, totally they sure. they're they're inextricable. Um, so yeah, you, you both you both did an amazing job. but I'm I'm giving it to to Ellie in this debate.
3: So it's a draw, like Mike Tyson and Roy well,
0: Jones, <laughs> half and half. <laughs> well, here, kinda. here it's here it's a draw. I think
1: I think what could have taken my vote, Wes, is if you had brought up the museum. Yeah, okay. That that museum part was fantastic. But anyway. But anyway, (laughs) if you guys would like to join our vote, you can do it in our Discord. We will be throwing up a link sometime soon. And then you can, or not a link, I'm sorry. We'll be throwing up a post in the, uh, I think it's, oh my God, I'm sorry. Phone unlocked. and oh yeah what is that channel it'll call? be a vote
2: on the discord where yeah. you can go in and you can decide for yourselves who won the debate
1: in the cast your so, votes uh in the cast your votes channel cast your votes. <laughs> so cast All your right. votes there uh and the winner of our debate last week where it was Ooh. dark souls versus I Mass even effect. <laughs> it was our good man Kaden winning Gosh. nine to six, <laughs> taking Dark Souls with the or taking the victory with Dark Souls. Good job, Alex Stepnik.
2: Is rolling over in his grave yeah. as we speak. The except opponent? The, well, he's, except the that he's, opponent? he's not dead, he, he's probably rolling
1: around in his bed sheets because he can't sleep now. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
2: He'll probably never know. He'll
0: probably never (laughs) know. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, I think now's probably a good time to break, and we'll be back. All right. We are back from our break. So, uh, this week, we're doing things a little bit differently than in the past. We're replacing our Uh, what we've been playing segment with a new segment called The Pitch, in which we'll each have two minutes to pitch a game that we've been playing to uh, the rest of the uh, panelists, and then uh, we will decide if we're buying it or not. Um, The pitcher will have two minutes to complete their pitch, and first up will be Wes Bates. What are you selling?
2: All right, so... I think everybody, uh, everybody here, enjoys a good Zelda-like experience. Mm. So uh, today, I'm going to be telling you guys about a little, a little-known indie called Hyper Light Drifter. Mm, it came out okay. a few years ago. It's actually a very well-known indie. I just recently completed my first playthrough of the game, and boy, it was a fantastic experience. In this game, you play. It plays similarly to kind of an old school uh, top-down Zelda game. Um, You start out in a town as the Drifter, who is a uh, a little dude with a beam saber and a gun, and you can pick one of four directions to go uh, and uh, travel around in. There's no text in the game, so all the context for what you're doing is based off of like either hieroglyphics or. Uh, Like pictures from characters that you talk to so they'll mention something uh, to you It'll show you like a picture of a scene of something that happened and then maybe like put something on the map So that you can go and kind of like investigate the on the world map, and so you're going around and um, Checking out these different zones um, And uh, the combat in this game is excellent. Um, It's very frenetic and very fast um, your character basically has like a, a dash move where you can like zip around the screen um, and uh, it's mainly melee so you're mainly like hitting characters with your your sword but you also have a gun that you can use for a long range attack but your long range attack's limited so um, you fill back up your long range attack when you hit enemies with your beam sword um, but it's very fast, very frenetic um, and, and very fun uh, it's a pixel art Uh, graphic style it's very colorful it's very nice to look at um and uh the music is is very good um it's about eight hours or so to complete your first playthrough so it's not very long um but it is a very challenging game and um stop all right
0: right, i have a important question for you um i think of guns and swords uh devil may cry comes to mind but in that game uh guns are a little more than a vehicle to keep your combo going from enemy to enemy until you cross the room towards them and continue whacking on them with your big sword um you rarely ever use guns to actually kill anything um is it like that in this game or do these guns pack a punch uh
2: there's actually many many guns that you can find throughout the game i was playing on the switch version i think the switch version actually has extra weapons that the base version didn't have um I found, I think, six guns on the way through the game from a sniper rifle to a shotgun to a uh, gun that encased enemies in like crystal that so kind of like stopped them so you could hit them. Um, And uh, I found the guns actually exceptionally useful, not only for attacking enemies from a distance, um, but also for puzzle solving because there's certain switches that you may need to shoot from off screen or in the distance to open up new paths to areas and secrets and um uh basically the more time that you play the game the more comfortable you get with the weaponry and actually like the shotgun will take down kind of like all the characters have a health bar and um like your pistol basically like a shot just does one like bar of damage but your shotgun if you hit at like point If you, like, zip in and hit them with a shotgun blast and then hit them with, like, 2 follow fall-up sword swings, you can take out really difficult enemies really quickly using your, your guns, depending on how kind of, like, tactically, tactically you're playing. And uh, so they're actually a, a pretty core element of the gameplay.
0: Heck yeah, I love it.
1: Sorry, we had a slight hiccup, folks. So if it kind of goes dead there for a second, it's just because... I think I think my internet dropped out for just a second. I don't know what happened there.
0: So. Are you? Do you know if you're recording now?
1: No, I I'm yes I'm recording. Okay, cool. Yeah, oh, I'm cool. recording. <laughs> you just like everyone freezes and I I'm looking around like uh because I technical
0: difficulties. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
1: I I thought my I thought my graphics card crashed. <laughs> so I was like no.
0: <laughs> We're good. All right. We're so well. Crystal, do you have any questions about Hyperlight Drifter for Wes?
3: No, I don't think so. I mean, I'm, I'm Very pretty sure. No questions oh, needed. All right. my money. Take my money, Wes. Crystal,
1: I didn't know you were in this game. I didn't know if they shot <laughs> you out of a gun, you would encapsulate people. <laughs> <Be a freak. laughs>
3: yeah, they wrapped me in a burrito.
1: Oh! <laughs> oh, a crystal burrito. <laughs> All right, Wes. I can see you launching you on the gun and wrapping the wrap it for for I do have a question for you. <laughs> okay. What What would you say, like, the exploration is like, and what like what's the best... Your favorite part of the exploration in this game?
2: So my favorite part of the exploration are the secrets, because there are a ton of secrets mm-hmm. in this game. Um, your character uh, can power up with new moves uh, that you earn, basically, at stores in the hub. Um, but to buy the new moves you have to uh spend this currency that you buy i think it's called bits um and to get the bits some of them you'll find just as you defeat enemies or they'll just be on the screen as you travel but the vast majority of them are tucked away in either secret rooms or different parts of the map that you know aren't necessarily obvious to get to and so a lot of it is kind of like Trying to figure out, you might see something like on a little floating island over in the corner and you're like, how do I get up there? And you look around and you see, oh, uh, you have this little like um, droid, like pod droid that like follows you around, kind of like the the one in your automata. And uh, when you get close to something that you can interact with, it'll like flash and, um, so then you might find a switch, and you step on the switch, and all of a sudden, ka-choo, 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 this like bridge will form out of thin air Ooh. that you can dash on and get over to the other platform. or there might be um a secret uh, a secret hallway that you you may not necessarily know was there, but if you if you explore around the edges of the walls, you're like, "Oh, look, I can walk through this wall. Oh, there's another room over here. And not only does it have a bit, but it has a key. And if you pick that key up, you find certain doors around the world that you can only get through as you you find certain number of keys that may have even better power-ups behind them. So there's a ton of exploration in the game beyond the main story as you walk around. A lot of times, uh, I spent probably more time in the game just looking for those secrets than I did, like, you know getting through the the main campaign and that was half the fun was just trying to find how to get through everything and how to to pick up these secrets so i could you know improve my character grow him make him better and um you know it was that was a lot of fun for me playing through the game
0: yeah um just one more question real quick uh boss fights are these like classic zelda boss fights you tease this as sort of like a 2d zelda is it like do the thing that makes its big eyeball appear and hit it in the eyeball with your sword and do that three times and it's done? No, it I, like I,
2: I would put it, uh, it's it's a lot more complicated and complex than that. Um, the bosses uh, do have different stages that they'll go through as you fight them. And um, you really have to spend a lot of time, I would say, learning the attack patterns. I, I think there was maybe one boss in the game that I beat um, straight away. And the rest took multiple tries, just trying to figure out, okay, what are the moves? What are the what are the kind of cues yeah. I should be looking for? Kind of, I would say more similarly to uh, maybe like a Souls type. I, I hate to say it, I compare it to Souls because <laughs> that gets so that gets so overused. But the great thing Both about like... Souls boss fights is that you really have to kind of like learn the bosses, learn their their. Their move sets, and you know, learn how to respond and react, so you can get through them. And it's the same thing in Hyperlight. Um, you can't just, you know, muscle your way through the boss fights. You're just going to get destroyed if you do that. You have to learn to play the game and learn to play it well. And um, it's challenging, but that's part of the reward. Is okay. is when you finally beat that that guy that's taking you out 20 times. You're like, yeah. Finally, I got him! And then usually you get rewarded with a, an upgrade at the end. I Usually uh, like a new gun or something like that. So cool. it's always pretty fun.
1: Uh, All right. another, well, I'm sorry, I got one more quick question. Mm-hmm. This is an important one. This might be the make or break it for me. You said he's got a beam sword. Hmm. Are there other melee weapons that you can acquire?
2: There are no other melee weapons that you can acquire, but if you're diligent and you can search around you can change the color of your costume and um you find new costumes mm-hmm. and each costume comes with a beam saber a, an outfit and like a color or like a skin for your droid okay. and um you can mix and match those so you can kind of like if you don't like Customization. The, the, if you don't like the customary color of your beam saber and you want like a a you know, maybe a green one and you find that outfit you can change the color of it. So you're stuck with the same saber the whole time. Um uh, but those outfits also have different perks. So you may like need less slashes if you put on this outfit to um get like your ammo back. Okay. Or it may make you move slightly faster. Or um you know make it easier to do the chain dashes where you can like keep dashing multiple times. Um thick. So there's uh you know advantages to finding those things other than just looking cool.
1: All right, well, <laughs> you sold me, you sold me. I, yeah, that I, sounds I, pretty dope. Yeah, I uh, I was I was quite turned off when you're like mm, there aren't any other melee weapons, but you 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 sold me with the best part of having different melee weapons, you get to change the color and that's <laughs> the most important part when you've got a lightsaber it's like am i feeling mace windu do i want to go purple they have hell a purple one yeah hell yes, yeah do. great game debate saber baby that's what i'm talking about All it right. goes perfect
2: yeah. with the color of that uh, felician blade you have in your oh, profile picture oh
1: <laughs> i didn't even think about that i can run around with the felician blade and. Hyperlight drifter. <laughs> <Fantasy>. <laughs> oh, yeah, let's go, yeah,
0: baby. I mean, uh, Zelda Souls, like with beam sabers in it. So, yeah, I'm sold. Uh, so, uh, next up to the pitcher's mound is Jonah Gomez. What are you selling? All right, ladies and gentlemen,
1: do you like first person shooters? Do you uh-huh. like RPGs? Yeah do you like copious amounts of loot Uh uh-huh and do you like doing it all with your friends of course you do of course i do of course you do because baby i'm bringing destiny 2 to the table and before you even think about not buying this game you don't have to Destiny 2 is free to play and it's got loads and loads of content. This is the third time I've tried to get into Destiny 2 and the first two times I was bored out of my mind. The early game was so bad and everyone's like, oh, just get through it. Just get through it. Once you get to the end game, it's so much better. And you know what? They're right. That's why they cut out that early game. You can still do those missions and still get all that story that you like but it's all in the end game progression which is way better than slowly grinding the level up the gear is awesome the gunplay is fantastic y'all like halo right it's bungie the guys who created halo made this game some of the best and most tight gunplay you can get in a first person shooter with MMO aspects of it, getting to play with your buddies. And guess what? Pretty soon they're going to have crossplay. So you're going to have a free to cross play crossplay MMO first person shooter with tight gunplay. What more could you ask for? And they've got several expansions. And you can get them all for 60 bucks. It's one full price game to like quadruple the length of this already free-to-play time. game
0: time time yellow card <laughs> not <I get> kidding <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah probably i was listening to an actual pitch that was professional all right so i was winging it <laughs> T- tell me this how how's has the onboarding experience for a new player been for you like has it been confusing or overwhelming or does it um, feel like smooth or such
3: a good question
1: that is a fantastic yeah. question um i haven't played too many mmos but i mean this game gets you into the action and like you don't feel like a wimp at the beginning yeah you you get kind of like the starter gun and you have it for like maybe uh like a half hour and then you get a legendary gun and it's got an explosive payload and it's a semi-auto and you're just blasting guys heads and if you pick up like heavy or uh heavy ammo or like super ammo or whatever it uh doubles your mag so now you go from uh 19 rounds in your mag to 38 and you're just popping dudes in the head and just it's crazy and getting all these critical hits and whatnot normally i don't like games that have numbers pop out when you're when you're shooting but because you're just taking out enemies so quick it you don't really notice it that much
3: I have a question. Okay. Typically, I don't play a lot of free-to-play games, but typically the free-to-play games that I've played have relied on microtransactions in order to progress at some point. Is this like that, or can you maintain being free and still have a good progression system, or will you really struggle to be behind the people who are kind of dumping money? I
1: so i've got several friends that play this game and they don't really put money into it the only money they they will put into (laughs) is for a battle pass and it's pretty easy to go through that that free battle pass so you've got a free battle pass and then a paid one that's ten dollars but you're constantly just going through and you're getting upgrade materials hard to come by materials in that free battle pass um so you don't necessarily have to do it and then you can also just earn those those materials and whatnot that you need to upgrade your gear and buy new gear through just playing the game i haven't put any money into this game and i'm having a fantastic time and the nice thing is um like that you could have a high level person playing with you and it still won't feel like you're underpowered if you're playing with them so like you Mm. can go into uh a strike which is kind of like a mini raid it's like a 15 minute raid and you can have somebody who is sitting at like a 1300 light level where i'm at 12 and we're keeping up with each other with the amount of enemies we're taking out and i'm rolling right there with him and it's not because i'm a pro call of duty player because i'm not it's because the game's balanced well for the pve now if we're going to talk about the pvp aspect of it i absolutely can't stand the pvp in this game and luckily it's it's just going to an arena to do pvp called the crucible but i think having it having a first person shooter that's based off of skill having like specific gear and loot tied to it it makes it incredibly imbalanced and i just i wasn't having fun with it so i usually don't play the pvp in that i i can go somewhere else but that's a very small aspect of that game
0: Mm -hmm. okay
2: i've got a question as well okay so uh you threw out some key words there that really um don't usually hit home well with me which were mmo and multiplayer um I have as as much as I like playing with other people, it's usually not an option for me just given my lifestyle and you know, the fact that I've got kids and I can't play and I live on the west coast, and it's hard to, you know, pick up and and play a game with the kids like in the room next door at ten o'clock at night when I actually get to play a game. So the single player in this game, if I don't have the ability to play with friends or put a lot of time into, you know, um, really investing in this with other people. What's my experience like? Like, it's a is blast. it gonna be, Is can you do all of the content? I, I mean, I know that, that some of the, the end game stuff you have to um, have a team to do an actual raid.
1: Yeah, so but... for actual raids, you're gonna wanna have, like, so you can do a raid and it'll just queue you up with six people or th- five other people if you want i don't recommend that because one you're playing with randos and usually communication's bad and you that's like a main component to a raid but you can like solo like you can't solo um a strike they always put you in a matchmaking and you'll be playing with two other people not once have i ever needed to talk to those guys about what's going on now i've played strikes with buddies and it's more fun because we can communicate but it's not necessary and i played the first i don't know 10 hours that i've played of this by myself solo and i'm having a blast the nice thing about this game is it is easy to find people to play with because it is free to play a lot of people are very passionate about this game and it's not hard to be like jump on a discord server and be like hey do you guys want to play some destiny tonight i'm sure you could find at least one person especially with crossplay coming in the next two weeks it it shouldn't be much of an issue to find someone if you are desperately looking for someone to play with but for the solo i mean i i did the first 10 hours by myself and i was having a ton of fun with it
2: follow-up question how repetitive is the the game in terms of putting you back into the same locales cuz and doing the same missions over and over and over again to grind cuz I know that wasn't a real issue in the first game that was complained about have you had to do a bunch of the same
1: stuff over and over and over again in your your time with it i have um i have because i've chosen to if that makes sense like so you can go to the same locations And there's multiple locations that you can go to, sorry, excuse me, there's multiple different planets you can go to, so there's two different uh, sections on Earth that you can go to, you can go to a moon, and then they've got um, like a, they call it like the reef, but it's just like an asteroid belt kind of, and you can go on that and they got another planet and they've got new content coming so the nice thing about the new content is you can play the first two missions of the dlc and you can completely explore the planet and do like just like side missions and like stuff like that on the uh the dlc planets but if you want that story bit you have to pay for the the content and the 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 weapons that correspond with
0: that all right sick well uh members of the board wes and crystal are we buying what jonah's selling
3: that's not my i mean i wouldn't i don't even really like first person but that's sure. not his pitch his pitch was awesome it you,
0: just, you, you
2: have me. to you have to make a call though so based on what he's told you uh, does it sound interestingly interesting enough that you think you would want to try it or are you still just kind of
3: eh? It's not not. I don't think it'd be for me, and it's. I, it's... I really don't think that game would be for me. That's yeah. Okay. Okay. It's okay. Fair enough. That's a me problem, not a Jonah problem.
1: <laughs> no, it's all good. I understand. I understand. I
2: I think that uh, I would say I'm in a similar situation, uh, and that I probably wouldn't buy it. But like Jonah said, I don't have to because it's free. So. With that in mind, I'll take it. Okay.
0: (laughs) Actually,
3: I would like to redact my statement. I forgot it was free. I have nothing to lose if it's free. There you go. You got nothing to lose. It's free. I've got nothing to lose but a few hours of time. So actually, yes, I would buy that because I don't actually have to buy it. There you go.
1: Honestly, if you if you do want to try it, I will. I will be more than happy to hop on and help you out with getting through. Cause I, it's even if you're not much of a first-person shooter, it it's not toxic like you would see in Call of Duty or whatnot. You're not. It's not constantly people yelling at you. You don't have to deal with like seeing a text chat in the corner where people are just saying whatever everyone pretty much keeps to themselves and they can't just randomly start shooting you and take you out while you're in like the field going around doing like random little missions you have to go you have to go to a specific place to fight other people it's not just like hey fight me right now it's not like that and i'm really glad it's not
3: yeah, I don't like those kinds of games. My first time playing the Division, I went into the dark zone. Like, I'm gonna be friendly and meet people. I'm like, <laughs> "Hi, everybody!" Slap, and yeah. then like my head became a Pez dispenser. It's like that was rude. <laughs> I just got here.
1: Yeah, no. do want to be nice. Similar thoughts on the Division, and I I do like to play some competitive multiplayer, so I agree with you there. Okay.
3: Cool
0: yeah uh, I, i'm in the same boat you know i'm not gonna turn away if it's free uh i actually did play this game when it first came out because uh, my one of my best friends was a huge destiny one fan and he wanted me to get in on destiny 2 with him and the only reason i stopped playing it was because i kept having to spend money it's like i put 60 bucks down for the base game and then the first expansion came out and that was 20 bucks and then they came out with another expansion and i was like i've already put 80 bucks into this i can't do it anymore but now it's free so yeah the only uh problem i have now is the time you know if i was
1: if i was having to put money into it i would i would put it down immediately but <laughs> I, I'm serious. Put it
3: on cancer, I, like I, I, I would honest answer though.
1: I would put it put down if it. I had to put a lot of if I had to put any money into it. I would put it down. Yeah. But it's so easy to get upgrade materials, and it's so easy to just like get stuff to make your character look badass. And you're constantly just getting gear. And say you you find a helmet that you really like, you can take an upgrade node and you want that light level from a different one you'll uh you can dismantle something that's got a higher light level and put it into that one so that awesome helmet you've got is now that light level and you can just continue to go with this awesome gear yeah, that you have yeah that's a nice system yeah, yeah. Nice. Okay,
2: you're, you're you're still selling it, man.
0: I know. Yeah. Yeah. We got to move on. We got to move okay, on. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, so uh our last picture of the evening is Crystal. What are you selling?
3: Sorry, actually, my internet cut out there. So if you're talking to me, <laughs> I need to. I've got the Jonah disease. I'm sorry. No worries.
0: <laughs> yeah, so you're our last picture of the night. Uh, if you want to sell us on what you're selling.
3: Yeah, you know, I'm coming with a unique approach today. Mm -hmm. In a matter of months, I'm going to sell you something that went from the junk bin to the (laughs) funk bin. And I mean in a good way, all right? We're talking cyberpunk, okay? It's actually a compelling, focused story. And even though it's open world, okay, and it's not a linear game... The, the main campaign does create a good sense of urgency. It it actually has a really good tone and pace to it, and it doesn't. Oh no! issues. Hacking is super cool. The cybernetics are super cool. So there's a lot of. Uh, it, it's just a lot of fun, man. The way you can build your character up is really great. I'm not a fan of first-person shooters. This felt okay. gunplay fantastic npcs i mean like stellar npcs Mm. awesome arcs there are romance options and companionship options you can run people off uh forever and they'll holler at you or you can you know have sexy time because there's some gratuitous Mm -hmm. body parts in it okay uh but it's less one dimensional than with traditional rpgs so i don't want to spoil too much but there are follow ups and things change in the game based on those relationships that you don't typically tend to see. Um, it is absolutely a stunning world. I mean, super beautiful. It's just, it is stunning to drive around and look at the world they created. One of my favorite things about it is actually so many of the side missions were made with all these really kind of crazy conspiracy theories that you see people talking about today that they took into the future and kind of Uh. created them as, as being real and put them in these story missions. And the progression system is really good. You can mainline that story in probably about twenty hours, you don't have to max rank your character. You've got a lot of options up. on how you want to create your build and the perks. So depending on Time's your up. play style. Times
0: up. Oh, sorry. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I had to stop you. That was really interesting. I didn't see I a timer. I didn't. Out. Where was I?
1: Where,
3: who, who did
0: it? <laughs> oh, sorry. We each have two minutes. I was oh, I was true.
1: watching it for you. Okay. So I got a question for you. You brought yes. up you brought up side quests and you brought up the main story in yep. The Witcher Three. I don't know if you played The Witcher Three. Have you?
3: Uh, a little bit not oh, a lot i okay. didn't commit a lot of time to it
1: so a lot of things that the witcher 3 did and that cd project red did with the witcher 3 was you could do all these crazy side quests and they'd usually come back into the main story is there a lot of that with cyber uh, with cyberpunk 2077?
3: Yes, yes. Okay. and it some of them will change the options that you have for the ending and Mm. each ending might potentially have multiple choices within it. So what you do on the side can absolutely affect that. And as I was talking about things being a little less one dimensional, as you get on in the game, you'll have a variety of potential companionships or relationships. And a lot of that side mission stuff, I don't want to say too much because I know a lot of people haven't played it because they're still like, eh, you know, on the fence about it. I thought they did a really good job of incorporating the relationships that you made and making them mean something more throughout the story. Because typically it's like, I romanced Piper and sometimes she says a few nice things and, like, that's it. This is Mm -hmm. a little deeper. Like, you might get special text messages. You might get a voicemail. Like, it, it, it kind of adds a little bit more depth to it that I think is really cool, that's an awesome direction I would love to see more RPG-style games go in. Okay. So yes, it very much does that.
0: If I use the character creator to make myself look like a clown, will it make me laugh during the sex scenes?
3: No.
0: Oh, it will not. All right. Yeah. I don't wow. think so. You preserve okay. the, intimate, the intimacy. Okay. Yeah,
3: that those are. Uh, I did. I don't want to say too much, but I did oh, some okay. unique changes to. Okay. I I'm I'm going to try to be uh, very polite with how I say this. Sure. I had a. Okay, so my female character is V, and I had uh-huh. a V with a V, and then uh-huh. I had a V with a P. Oh,
0: okay. okay. And, That's very um, intriguing.
3: The intimate scenes were no different. Because it treats oh, okay. the V like it always has a V, so that kind of so they 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 did miss some of those
1: oh, okay. details,
3: but you can be a V with a P.
0: Okay, very cool. <laughs> um, this Sorry. is less. This is In less of a...
3: it's important. No. Oh sure. <laughs>
0: uh, this is less of a question and more just a nerd gush. But um, I've seen gameplay of the Johnny Silverhand segments and. He has a unique signature gun that has one of the most stylish badass reload animations I've ever seen. Oh, I don't know. Do you agree? Do you agree?
3: Yes. And see, I want to say something, but I don't know. Please don't, because now I'm like
1: super curious.
3: Do you want me to say it or you don't? No, don't
1: don't say it, because I'm super curious now.
3: It is a very it's a it's a dope gun. Okay. It's, It's a very dope gun. All right. i I agree with you
2: so my question goes to kind of the controversy surrounding the game which um is around the kind of the janky nature of the game and the bugs um so at this point we are uh nine months after release of the of the game this time or uh, last year um so having played it recently how's the state of the game now um are there anything is there anything that you know of that's like a game breaking bug that will like really hamper progression or is it just silly stuff at this point that stuff that's like more comical and, or possibly annoying than really like game breaking.
3: Some of it's annoying. Some of it is, is comical. There are definitely those Bethesda style bugs in it that are comical. There, there are still some, some glitches in it that can be a little annoying, but it's small, simple stuff. Stuff, like <clears> oh, I have to go in from this angle and I'd, not this angle because that's completely ridiculous. Um, it is way more stable at launch. Now I played mainly on PS Five. If you don't have next gen or a good PC, don't play it. It's okay. still even even later trying it out on the four it's just not
1: that was going to uh, be my my question was yeah. what did you play it on because i know that's yeah. a really important question with i played it on game.
3: ps5 i got my um buddy i got my neighbor to buy it on pc so we played it on that and then i tried it a bit on the ps4 so it definitely there's it it it, it took slack reasonably that was fair the controversy was it, it's justifiable it's you know the, the slack they got was fair it's it's stable on next gen. In the beginning, it did. It was kind of crashy. It's a very stable, playable game, but it's not without glitches. Don't go into it thinking this is going to be like a super polished, non. Oh no, yeah, game. that's
2: that's fair. Yeah. I was just wondering, it's, like how it's very how
3: Bethesda like if that helps. Sure. I was yeah. just
2: wondering if there was yeah. like anything that was really hampering your progression in the game at this point. Like like oh, I can't. This game is unplayable because, you know, every time I try to open this door that I need to go to the next area. It won't let me open oh, it or no, something like that. You know? I
3: didn't have those issues at all. I actually had a way worse launch with Assassin's Creed Valhalla than with cyberpunk. Oh, my really? only issue oh. in the was that it was a bit crashy and I don't like, I love big mama. That's what I name my PS five. We don't crash her because <laughs> we damage her. So, you know, I yeah. did wait a little while, so, right. but I didn't experience any like major problems there. It's, okay. it's,
0: Awesome. All right. Well, members of the board, are we buying what Crystal's selling? Yeah.
2: I'm I'm buying I'm buying it. I'm on board. I uh I'm based on what you've said and I I know how much you love that game and you yeah. it's I, I've always been intrigued about it and you nothing you've told me has deterred me
1: from my
3: interest in trying it. So I mean, I hope you like it. It it really is genuinely fun. It really is.
1: I got uh, I got really into The Witcher Three. I didn't think I was gonna get into The Witcher Three, but I was like, you know what? Everyone's hyping this game up at launch, and I was like, you know what? Okay, I'll give it a shot. And I went and picked it up just on a whim, and I loved that game. And I don't know. I was going into this game at launch worried that it wasn't gonna be very good, and turns out it it had bugs. But the way you described it and like the and kinda finally hammering out a lot of these bugs and it's playable now, I, I think I'd mm-hmm. I think I'd give it a shot. At least like try and find it on sale or something. That way
2: Yeah, the you you asked the question that I wanted to ask, which was about the side quest, because the side quests and the Witcher were so meaningful. Yeah. And exactly. it sounds like they've they've maintained that in this They're game meaningful. and
3: and that that to me is huge. Mm-hmm. It's not like fetch quests, like Cassandra, go get me forty flowers from the hills of Greece and bring. It's, it's not fetch questy. I mean, I genuinely wanted to explore the world. I genuinely wanted to do those quests, and it—it's like some of the some of the interactions are are funny. It's very it's very very much adult, mm-hmm. but there's like some hilarious. Okay, you like melee weapons. There are, there's one melee weapon that is, it's a lot like your melee weapon.
0: Jonah, you can live your fantasy. Yeah!
3: I I will send a screenshot of it in um, our text because okay. it's not, I don't think it's going to be appropriate for here, but like that okay. alone will sell you. So there Hell is yeah. like a lot of adult humor, fun, kind of satirical stuff
1: i think uh i think if you're interested crystal and you really like this game i think you should give the witcher 3 another shot and see how you see how you like the problem
3: with that game is i'm so turned off by really long games i hate that super long grindy so
1: i can can and i
3: know they're remastering it so i don't know this was not terribly long i played three playthroughs in like about 200 hours so it's really not three plays is not 200 hours for three plays is not that bad for an open I mean, world game
1: i mean you can beat the witcher 3 in As like I say, 60 you hours it, you yeah. Can, yeah, uh, i i'm mean,
3: yeah, it. I, 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 it depends if the world is big i would be all over it
1: yeah it depends i don't know maybe you're talking just... about assassin's creed valhalla and odyssey and you're like i can't do big games <laughs> that's what tu- that's what's
3: turning me off of big games is when i realized how much time i spent like, yeah. that's the thing is like i mean you you have a limited amount of time yeah how are you it's all about optimal fulfillment if i'm gonna spend time in a game i wanted mm, to deliver like the things
1: too. that i like the- so the witcher 3 the witcher does that. A maybe the, the witcher a maybe. 3 does do that like you do you do side quests and they do make you feel things and you do like it's not just like oh i need you to go get me 10 rabbits please for my stew oh, no. it's like there's a <laughs> there's a badass monster in this cave will you kill it please yeah. and then when you come back hey, it's the Witcher, he killed it, but this guy's a Witcher, so he's an asshole, and they start throwing rocks at you because you're, I guess, not a good guy? So I uh... can, I,
3: there It seems like there are a lot of parallels, and I know that people have praised The Witcher 3 for their soundtrack. The OST in cyberpunk slaps. I literally have a playlist for the car that has cyberpunk music. There's some there stuff go. in there that slaps. Okay. And there's there's some satirical songs in there that I'm like, I this is so hilarious. I can't even believe <laughs> they did it. Like this is just some of the stuff is like, what even is this? But I can't it, I it,
1: it's hilarious. Okay, guys. I think I won. I sold two games.
0: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I uh yeah, for myself, you know, when the PS5 Slim comes out and Cyberpunk Goes on sale for 20 bucks or whatever. I'll pick it up. You know, I'll pick it up. You know, the PS5 Slim is out. It's just the not
1: the disc version. <laughs> the
0: disc this driveless one. Yeah. It is looks it so much better.
1: It's a lot slimmer. It's a it's lot not. slimmer. <laughs> a is lot it really? Sl- yeah, it's a lot slimmer.
0: Oh, well, uh, <laughs> guess what, guys? It's what? time for a dumb gaming tweet. Woo
1: woo woo. All oh, right. Boy.
0: This one comes in from anonymous twitter user shake my head this is why I prefer black controllers my dual sense looks like this after only a few hours of use followed by an attached image of a dual shock I mean a dual sense controller that looks like it's been submerged in someone's like a bucket of cigarette ashes like (laughs) And uh, replying to this tweet is another Twitter user who's called out the original poster for ripping an image off of a news article from like a that came out a year before the original tweet was posted about cleaning your controller. So, you know, these are just your classic toxic fanboys that are just fabricating whatever uh, fake evidence they need to to try and make one side of the console war look worse than the other. And, just don't get it why are you why are you spending this time and energy to try to make a company or a product look worse than it is like why do you care that much but it makes for some pretty comedic content. it's it's
2: it's clout
1: <laughs> kaden it's clout Clout.
0: i mean do, clout you, clout. Just, do you
1: remember yeah. when the the series x came out and everyone was like vaping into the bottom of their series x to be like <laughs> yeah my series x is on fire and it's like you already gave them your money
0: Yeah. Now, now you've got like nicotine tar like inside your Xbox. Congratulations, like.
2: Yeah,
3: I just want to know how you get a controller that dirty. Like, do you not bathe? Do you not wash your hands at all? Like, do you shower like this to get maximum dirtiness?
1: you're a gamer yeah, you know the... we don't shower we just sit in our basements <laughs> for weeks That's on true. end we let the
0: filth That's grow and use yeah. cheeto dust to exfoliate so, you know. so
2: here's here's something about this. so before the podcast this evening i looked at my my dual sense controllers i have two um So mine are in basically constant use because at our house, we not only use the PlayStation five for gaming, but, um, my kids utilize it for Netflix or Disney plus or whatever else. And so they're always handling the controllers and they have the grubbiest hands you've ever seen in your life. And I looked at the back and I had like one tiny smudge on the back of my controller and that was it. And I, I need to clean my controllers. I saw that smudge. I'm like, oh man, it's time to clean. But it was, like, almost imperceivable. So I, I it's it cracks me up seeing stuff like this and just, like, how low people will go to, like, try to gain attention off of something so yeah. silly.
0: Do you think so it's not
3: real? Do you think they, like, doctored it to make it oh, look like that, it? Oh. yeah. real?
0: Oh, that's what I was trying to explain earlier. Um, Someone replied to the tweet with an article that was, like, a year old where the person who made the original tweet stole the picture from. So it wasn't even their own picture yeah it wasn't a real tweet or it. it wasn't yeah. a real
1: picture it
0: was that face yeah. says it everything it, it needs to <laughs> <laughs> yeah like that's how low they're going like taking your old pictures yeah Boundary. i mean yeah.
1: granted i i don't like i'm not gonna say i don't like the controllers because if it wasn't for the discord i wouldn't even have a ps5 right now i i mean i might have one but like hey you can still not like the controller here. i fine. i <laughs> i just don't like having white controllers yeah yeah fair you know and well, now
2: you can buy a maroon one or a black one the,
1: mm-hmm. the black one looks so, so sick though <laughs> oh
0: man but uh yeah bottom line is if you're not chain smoking cigarettes for six hours while you're playing with your dual sense it's probably not going to look like you dumped it in a match tray so
1: and if you're oh, not God. chain smoking cigarettes for six hours your xbox probably won't be catching on fire yeah that is yeah.
3: true it, that controller does look like it spent like eight hours in a CD roach filled like crack hotel yeah <laughs> like those people how those people yeah <laughs> Interesting.
0: All right. Well, uh, with that, we're moving into our final segment, the game. And I'll turn it over to our game master, Wes Bates.
2: All right. So we're going to play something a little bit different. Uh, We haven't done this before. This is going to be kind of a lightning round game, so it should go pretty quickly. I'm going to trust you guys to keep your own scores on this. as we go so please mark down your scores as you go um we're going to be playing a little game called video game budget high or low oh Uh, so what what i'm going to do is i'm going to give you the reported development costs for a game uh this does not include the um marketing fees this is just strictly the development cost um and i need you to tell me if the actual development cost was higher you think it's higher or lower than the number that i tell you Okay. Love it. So so we'll go pretty quickly, uh, starting with Cyberpunk. Interestingly enough, Cyberpunk 2077. (laughs) Uh, $205 million. Was the development cost higher or lower?
0: I'm going with higher.
1: I'm going with higher.
3: Lower, because it doesn't include marketing and PR, right?
1: Oh. It
2: does not. That's
1: just oh, the development. Oh no!
2: A lower. <laughs> the answer is lower. What? Uh, reportedly,
3: 174 million dollars. Oh. Guys, they spent 59 billion marketing all the stuff that wasn't in the. Yeah, game. yeah, yeah.
0: I wasn't thinking about.
3: <laughs> I should. Hey. I should make.
2: I should also note that these numbers are from uh, Wikipedia. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's okay.
2: it's it's surprisingly difficult to Random find num- n- n- numbers on some of these, so if this information is. isn't accurate, it's uh it's the best I can yeah. do. Anyway, uh the next game, Grand Theft Auto 5. 190 hmm. million dollars. Was the budget uh development cost higher or lower?
1: I'm gonna say I higher. Still like higher. Yeah. Only yeah, slightly
2: higher. though, higher. Lower. What? Lower? 137 <laughs> really? million.
0: I have an inflated perception of development costs. I do experience. too, I guess. It's GTA right. V, man.
2: Yeah. Next. <laughs> Next game, Halo Two. Fifty-five million dollars. Higher Ooh. or lower?
0: This one's got to be higher. Yeah, I'm going higher. Smaller, older game though. Yeah. Lower.
2: It. The answer is lower. What? <laughs> Reportedly, forty Still million dollars. an early
0: lead. Uh, that's
3: an older game, guy like that was that's yeah,
0: two that's, that's, generations
3: I, ago. That's a big I, difference.
1: I, I, I was I thinking I, that. I was
0: overthinking it.
1: <laughs> I I was underthinking it, clearly. Alright, next game.
2: Dead Space 2. 40 million dollars. Higher or lower?
0: This one's gotta be higher. See, higher. Higher. Sound design.
2: It was higher, sixty million dollars. Oh, Dead Space <laughs> Two. <laughs>
0: Judd and Caden are on the board. Yay! <laughs>
1: hey, if we just keep saying higher the entire yeah. time, we've got a 50-50 chance at winning at least one point.
2: <laughs> you got a 50-50 chance every question, man. Exactly. <laughs> Good odds. Battlefield 4, $120 million. Higher or lower? Higher.
1: Higher. Yeah. Lower. Lower, $100 million. How? How? Come on. How? does that not include like development costs on like dlc and stuff uh I don't, I, I don't know i don't know all i
2: have is, is probably not the listed
0: development the cost.
3: development project management. i just
0: always imagine they're like literally like designing actual like airplanes and stuff you know that, that's like that <laughs> actually like blows, that, that
1: actually blows my mind because that was like ea's call of duty killer they that's the game for them to to sell the beat, Call of Duty, and uh-huh. that's a make lot that. of money. Still, yeah. though, like that's a yeah. ton of money. No, I know. Yeah. I just, I, I, thought they'd put a lot more, especially in Dice. Okay. Some... All right,
2: Final, Fa- Final Fantasy VII. This we're talking the the PlayStation One classic, not the remake. Higher. Huh. Okay. I didn't say a number yet.
0: <laughs> Going higher. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, he, he's got 50%. Just... Twenty million dollars.
0: It's gotta be lower. It's a PS One game. It looks like garbage.
3: <laughs>
2: okay,
0: tell us,
3: tell us how you really yeah, feel. Something unique <laughs> happened with that game, too. Uh, higher. Higher. It was uh, reportedly Woo! between 40
2: and 45 million.
0: Oh, yeah. my God. I'm dead last now.
2: Fuck it, All
3: right.
0: Kane! <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So they almost spent just as much money making that as they did. What was that last game you said earlier? That was like Halo 2. Halo, Halo, Halo 40. 2.
3: Well, yeah. Wow, that is
0: crazy. Some,
3: there was a lot of there's reasons why. Okay, but I, I mean, can't right. talk about that yeah. because that's going to be on y'all's trivia thing, so I can't Ooh, say. Halo <laughs> okay. okay. Two okay. is also that like
1: one tenth the length of uh, Final Fantasy VII as well.
0: All right,
2: all right, here we go. The Witcher Three: Wild Hunt, fifty million dollars.
1: Higher or oh, lower? It's
0: gotta be higher. It, it ha- well, it has higher. to be.
1: CD Projekt Red isn't that big. Oh, they,
0: right? they weren't. Yeah, they weren't that big. At, like that was their breakout hit, you know. But still, higher, lower.
2: I almost
1: said lower. Oh.
0: Forty-six million dollars. Isn't it crazy that you could take the same amount of money, like twenty years later, that you used to make Final Fantasy 7 and make The Witcher Three? Like that is just. That's okay, impressive. Who, who's...
3: They made again. The Witcher for I, that budget
2: I, again uh, I, I don't know the accuracy of these, these numbers it's what was reported on
0: Sure. Uh,
3: so on what the... happened to those project managers that could like rally <laughs> that at that co- like they were clearly gone for cyberpunk y'all
0: yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: Metal Gear Solid 5 Phantom Pain 70 million dollars
1: they got Kojima uh, how else is he gonna be paying for those fancy you know? meals I'm gonna and say all that beer and so movies. Weird.
0: Um, it's gotta be higher because they're paying out for Kiefer Sutherland, dude. That's like half the budget. Oh, I'm gonna say lower. I'm gonna go higher. K- K-
2: the answer is higher. Eighty million dollars.
1: <laughs> wow. Hell yeah. Hated game. Hated that game.
3: What? Yeah, I was. I know. I know. I have there. There's no Metal Gear Solid that has grabbed me, and I. I I, I'm, I recognize there might be something wrong with me at this point. I will accept that.
1: Okay, did you did you hate it because the story was bad, or did you hate it because the really gameplay? It. Huh?
3: I didn't really hate it. I just, I don't... Yeah, do we, we don't
0: have time to go into
3: it.
0: We
1: don't
2: need to go into Crystal's Metal, Metal Gear Solid history here. We're playing right. a game. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 $55 million. Higher.
0: Hmm. I got lower on this one. No idea.
2: Lower. It's lower, fifty million dollars.
0: I'm just copying Crystal at this point. And it's paying off. I mean, it's it's <laughs> that smart. That was a good
1: game. <laughs> All right, this
2: is on. this is a special one. Jonas should know this because he's such a Destiny fan. Destiny one, one hundred and seventy million dollars.
1: I mean, they were getting that Activision money,
0: and this was like we got to take the Halo peeps and. This is their we're making a live service this game's gonna last 10 years
1: yeah but that's I a mean, lot of that's
0: a lot of money that is that, a
1: lot of money but I could see them because' go lower, lower
3: I'm gonna say lower
0: but not much lower higher all right did everybody answer yeah okay uh
2: it was lower yeah um, so I don't have the exact number but they said it was less than 140 million.
0: Oh, okay, but still a lot. Yeah, it's
2: still a lot. All right, two more. Half-Life Two, 2 27000000 dollars.
0: Hmm,
3: I'd say lower.
0: Yeah, I don't know why I'm feeling lower, but I'm gonna say lower.
3: You said twenty-seven million? That's what I said. Uh, lower.
2: It is higher, forty oh. million dollars. Wow. Okay. All right. I can't, okay. catch, I can't right. catch
1: a break, man. This is
0: yeah. do worry. I'm right in the bottom with you. And the final
2: game, Super Mario Bros. 3, the Nintendo Entertainment System.
0: Higher. Oh, two,
2: two million dollars.
0: Uh, I'm just going to say lower. I'm just going to say higher. I'm already higher.
2: The answer is lower. They made that bad boy for 800 grand.
0: What? Holy smokes. <laughs> what? Wow. I'm surprised
3: because there was so little technical documentation back then, so that, mm-hmm. that's even more impressive.
2: All right, that's it. Insane. That's it the game. So, what are you guys' scores? Uh,
1: garbage. Eight. I have five. I think I, uh, I, I have three. Think, I, think. I was going to say, I think I've got three. <laughs> okay. Crystal okay. is
3: the winner of our okay, game. Let's be fair. <laughs> For close to 10 years, I worked for a software company as a project manager. So I kind of like sort of. Okay.
2: We got an inside here. I did business management, management. so I kind
1: of like had a little bit of. What are you able to uh, tell us what kind of software stuff you worked on, or? It was
3: like um, back office software, like custom database development for businesses. It wasn't fun stuff like video games. There was no animations.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's it's so really cool. not cool. actually
3: that fun. Development yeah. is not a fun
0: No,
1: life goal. I, I, I. But understand.
0: it gave you a certain set of skills.
1: <laughs> I will find you
3: and I will kill you.
0: All right. Well, we made it, guys. Thanks so much, Wes, for hosting the game. And uh, yeah, we'll just uh, pass it around for final thoughts. Um, uh, I've been your host uh, with the most, Kaden Barrett, oh, with yeah. Maine. Um, Add Zora Caviar on Twitter. Um, You can find The Great Game Debate on YouTube. Uh, Just search The Great Game Debate Podcast as the channel. Um, On Twitter, we are uh, at Great Game Debate, but it's spelled D-E-B and then the number 8. And yeah, on both those places, you'll find links to our Discord, The Great Game Debate. And uh, yeah, come check us out. We got a game going with Psychonauts. Uh, Jonah here is about to uh, start up his first ever Dark Souls 3 uh voyage, and we're all betting to see how long it takes him to defeat the first boss. And the winner gets an amazing video game poster from uh Crowsmack Art. So check it out. It not cost nothing. Pop in the Discord. Leave a bet. Leave Bing, bang, bang, boom. Bing, bang, boom. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh Crystal, uh feel free to plug anything you want to plug and leave us with your final thoughts.
3: Dude, I just want to say thank you for having me. Hell
0: I yeah. enjoyed
3: being the guinea pig. Yeah. This was all actually <laughs> I, I think the debate is great. Um, you know, folks like to be kind of icky on Twitter. So this was a really good, fun, friendly debate. I like the game, not just because I mopped the floor with these guys, but it's actually fun to do the game <laughs> on the Joe uh, and the whole selling thing. So, I, you know, uh, if you guys aren't watching this regularly, like, keep supporting these guys. Keep supporting your small content creators. Don't let your brain rot with uh, the checkmark rumors, guys. Ooh. Small creators are where it's at.
0: Using your plug to
1: just plug us. Damn. We yeah. need Crystal on every show. That way she can just keep
0: selling us make us look good (laughs) all right wes final thoughts buddy
2: well since crystal was nice enough to plug our show i just want to plug her show again really quickly check out game junkies on youtube uh i think she's got a new episode going up like weekly now is that right
3: yeah every wednesday youtube is just it's my name crystal d so it's youtube.com forward slash crystal d smith because i'm not creative enough to come up with an alias
2: but it's a it's a really great show um and it's uh it's a nice bite-sized conversation it's usually like an hour maybe a little bit longer but um we're trying we're we're trying to bring
1: it down guys i'm sorry
2: (laughs) uh and i also wanted to just quickly plug um another podcast really quickly um if you like this show check out the nxs cast Mm -hmm. with good friends uh dash jeremy and kevin our
0: boy dash
2: they do an awesome show of their own over there and uh they are available in audio and YouTube format as well. So and uh last thing I'll say is uh be kind to one another on Twitter.
1: Hell yeah. Uh-huh. Or
2: whatever social media you're on. Be positive.
1: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Final thoughts, gentlemen. Yes, Final Please.
1: thoughts. You know, I know I know multiplayer games can be scary, and I understand it's uh it's a big open world out there. But give Destiny a shot, baby. It's good. It's good, I promise. Y- you won't have the, a... the pitch is over. Okay. I'm sorry. It's I over. like it. I
0: like it. Go home. I
3: like it. Nobody likes
0: it. <laughs> the janitor comes out and he's like, Why are you still here? <laughs> oh. yeah. What are you still doing? What are you still
1: doing here? Um No, honestly, if you guys are looking for a solid free to play game like an actually fun free to play game that has solid story check out destiny i i promise it's not bad you might not like it but it's not bad um it's free and it's
0: not bad it's free Come and on.
1: it's not bad it's it's no fortnite i can tell you that it's got a battle pass but it's no fortnite all
0: right i got to Close the show here, John Okay, so okay, okay, uh... okay, okay,
1: I got you, I got you, I got you.
0: <laughs> well, uh, dear listener, thank you for joining us once again. And as always, happy gaming. Bye. 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 bye.
2: As always, a big thank you to our friend Miss for the music in our podcast. If you like what you hear and you want to check out more of what they have, you can pay them a visit on Twitter at capital M-I-S-T capital R-I-V-E-N 719 or on Bandcamp at Miss Thanks again for tuning in. Till next time.